0: What's up, fam? Welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers Podcast, episode 116. Woo! We are recording this on Thursday, October 14th, 2021. I am John Swanson, and that voice, that enthusiastic, effusive voice you hear is that of AJID. How you doing today, man?
1: I'm doing pretty well. It's lunchtime on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to grub some food after this and then hop right back on the the grindstone here (laughs) get back on the grind yep uh word word
0: uh well today on the pod we will be discussing what we've been playing obviously it's been a couple weeks since i've been on so i've been playing quite a few games um to catch you all up on and then um a couple news items including metroid droid metroid droid metroid Dread (laughs) killing it in sales (laughs) and playstation celebrating vr by giving us some free games but before that we'll get into the lowdown if you want to be part of the conversation or have a pressing question you can hit us up on twitter, on twitter at Gamers podcast if you don't use twitter you can email us podcast at mostly normal gamers.com and lastly you can call us at 507-291-2991 and leave us a voicemail or send a text message which is kind of cool anyway that, with that abbreviated lowdown, AJ, what have you been playing, man? It's been a while since you and I have been on the pod together.
1: It has been. I was on with Chris not too long ago, and I believed I talked a little bit about ActRaiser Renaissance. I'm almost finished beating that game. Um, ActRaiser Renaissance is that like multi-genre mashup, side-scrolling yeah. city builder. Um, it, that's actually a remake of like a nineties oh, game, Super
0: Nintendo game. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. So I've been playing that and I like it a lot. It's perfect for before bed because you can kind of just zone out and the gameplay loop is pretty simple. And that would really be my only complaint is it's fairly repetitive because every different environment or area or whatever section of the map that you go to, you know, each one's different and has like different environments. There's like an island one and a desert one and a ice land in a jungle land or whatever and that part's cool because it's like adds little different things and it changes like what elements hurt the baddies hurt the monsters um but the but it's kind of the same thing in every section it's like do this and then go and then all of a sudden they raid you and then you go kill the the lair and it's just that over and over again um yeah,
0: with a different coat of paint on it. Yeah, with a different character
1: something. and a different like text in the boxes. Yeah,
0: same um, like attack and all that. Fun. Right.
1: Yeah, nothing changes. You get you get more miracles to wield, like you get, which is nice. And then those also coincide to the side scrolling. You get like ma- magic spells. Hmm. Um, and I'm playing it on normal, and honestly, it's a little bit too easy. But that's kind of also why I just want to, like, get it over with at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I've done, I've played a lot of it, and I like it a lot. But, yeah, I'm ready for it to be done.
0: Yeah, man. man and I think of, I'm almost there. That's kind of games 101 and, like, the time that we live in, you know? Like, uh, we, like I basically, every time I'm playing a game, I'm thinking about when it's over so that I'm going to play the next game. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, not that I want every game to be super easy and have zero challenge, but in a game or in a time where we have game after game that we can play and that seems good and appealing, like it seems like we're always kind of chasing the dragon, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, that kind of actually is a good segue to the next game I've been playing because I finished it and I do kind of want to keep playing it, and that's Tales of Arise. When I text you, I don't know, I think it was like a week and a half ago, I was like, I think I just beat the end boss of Tales of Arise. Yeah, but you weren't sure. Right, and I ended up having probably like 10-15 hours more gameplay after that. Oh yeah, that sounds like a JRPG for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'm doing all the side quests and stuff, so. Right, right. That's nice, but dude, this game is awesome. I don't know. When I first started playing it, I was like, "Oh man, this is too anime for me," because um, like it would cut to cutscenes that were straight up anime, like cartoon animated, you know? Yeah. Um, which kind of was like weird for me. It took me out of it because like the the graphics are like a little anime-ish, but they look pretty pretty good, you know. On the PS5 is what I'm playing it on.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I guess. Yeah, what I'm trying to say is I like stuck through it and the story grew on me. I like fell in love with all the characters. There's like 300 plus little like conversations that they have. And I know this because I looked at the trophy list and you have to get 300 out of 320. And those are a little bit like tedious because every section of the map like has little conversations. Like you hit R1 and then it gets to the point where I just like am mashing X through these conversations because I'm like, I don't care about it. And they're also like kind of repetitive. Like they talk about themes that happened already. And I'm like, I already know all this shit about you. Right. But so there's that, but it's really cool. There's cooking and fishing and um, the combos are really, really cool. And you unlock all these arts, which are basically like abilities that are mapped to your X square and triangle. And you can adjust all those and, Um, Once you get up to the higher levels like I'm at, some of the spells and stuff are just amazing. Like, there's like a fire tornado is one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And the enemies get a little grindy. Like, it's not like like you have to get better at the combat. You just have to get stronger, and it takes like 20 minutes instead of 10 minutes to, to, to do the fight. Right, right. Like, when you get up to the bosses and stuff. But I highly recommend this game. I think I'm going to go back and play it more because, I don't know, it's so cool. Like the combat, you have six people in your party, but four people are like attacking the monster at once and the other two are kind of on the sidelines. But you can still use the people on the sidelines like super abilities because certain abilities do certain things. to like if a monster's doing a certain move, you use a certain ability to, to combat that right right um so Thanks it's they're, really cool. they're
0: weak to certain elements and shit
1: right or like one girl's ability um interrupts magic spells mm-hmm. So like if you see the enemy you know about to pop off of a, a big spell you like call her out and then she'll like steal it or whatever right right um some of that shit's really cool and and it's happening really fast and like constantly so you're like oh do this this thing blah, blah. <laughs> and like they're all like yelling their shit like phantom strike yeah exactly bright. and it's it's pretty fun yeah dude it wouldn't Gravitose be a jrpg theme. if they weren't doing that yeah like, it's they, like constant dude
0: i if there's i remember that from xenoblade chronicles yeah or xenoblade 2 or whatever it was that i played a good bit of where it's i don't know why every jrpg they have to like i know why constantly be yelling
1: i just happen to read this like i'm not a huge anime or really even jrpg fan other than like some of the main ones but i read that it's because the inspiration comes from comic books in japan that are like black and white Mm -hmm. so they have to like yell out their like whatever power they're using in like in the book or whatever in the graphic novels so, so that that's they, like where that came from. So it can be like communicated adequately to the leader. Yeah, or I think yeah, I think the beams are all white or whatever. So they if it's a different power, they have to be like, this one's ice beam or whatever, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. This
1: one's fire beam.
0: Even though it looks the same.
1: Right. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I read that's where they came from. So if somebody out there can correct me, feel free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call but us at 507-291-2991.
0: Hey, good work. Um, I just was looking on how long to beat and it says that game's 40 hours, which isn't too bad for a JRPG. It
1: took me 60. Yeah. But that's with all doing every single side quest except for a few. And I actually, it's dumb. I actually really didn't like how they did this. Like when you beat the game, it's one of those games that puts you back right before the final boss.
0: Oh, I hate that.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, no, just let me go through the peaceful world and like clear up all of the side quests that I haven't done, which isn't that many, but... Yeah. So I was a little annoyed by that, but I just went back to before the, the main fight, and I'm, I'm going through all the side things right now. One of right the trophies on. is level 100, so I thought maybe I'd Platinum it, but I don't know, because my guys are like 60. Oh, And wow. I'm done with the game, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it certainly doesn't get easier as you increase in level, especially if you're done with all the story stuff already.
1: Yeah, I don't even know how... Like, if I... Maybe they just keep going. Um, just there keep is clear, one right? side mission that has, like, you fight the bosses, like, phantoms. And it's, like, a level 95 for the first boss. So there's quests to look forward to if I want to. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much all I've been playing other other than, like, the game we've both been playing, which is Metroid Droid. Met, Met, I did the same bet, thing. Bet, Metroid Dread. <laughs> They should have named it Metroid Droid.
0: <laughs> Metroid Droid Dread.
1: Uh, Metroid Dread, and I'm just, a, a few, uh, I don't know, two, three hours into it, maybe not even that. Um, and it's its harder than I was expecting, and damn, those EMMI guys are freaking scary.
0: Yeah, the Emmys. The they Emmys. are freaky, and they don't get any better. A couple of them are pretty difficult because the way that you have to beat them. Have you defeated one of them yet?
1: um i've only ran away from that well like the first one i had to shoot with like a beam but then they took that away from me or something oh yeah well and then i've been just been running away from them The, the, the last thing i got was like a power up to my cannon where i can like charge it
0: yeah and then that depletes and stuff but you can eventually defeat them each one of them and then they give you like a power up i was getting uh copiously frustrated with that game yesterday um I had something to do in the afternoon I can't remember what it was but I was playing it in the morning or maybe this was two days ago anyway it's neither here nor there um but I was getting kind of frustrated because I was lost and it's it I mean Metroid games are very frustrating if you get lost dude and don't know where you're going you just kind of have to like think of which power up you most recently got in areas that you can use it. And there is like a helpful thing on there. If you go to the map, you can highlight, like, say you got um, the ice missiles. You can highlight where all the places are that you can use the ice missiles to like open up a door or whatever.
1: Uh, oh, is it like a, like on the map key or something you can do that? Yeah, well, you can hit,
0: I think, why it is. You have to actually highlight the icon y. on the map. And then you can hit the Y like button; and it'll highlight all the rest of them
1: Oh, that's in sick. that
0: area. And then you have to go to each sub area to see if there's a place that you missed. But there was an area where I was stuck. I don't even how, know how long it was. Probably not as long as I felt like it was. It felt like it was several hours, but it was probably only like I got 30, killed by the same
1: minutes. Emmy like fucking oh dude so many times in a row. I was about to quit. <laughs> <There> was, <laughs> and I was like. A... Oh, I'm running the wrong way is what I figured out. (laughs) (laughs) There was
0: one boss where like I died probably like five times and me dying five times took about three minutes because I would go in there, shoot at him and try my best to like get away and figure out the strategy and that fucker would just massacre you so fast, and <laughs> like so
1: fast, it's so scary
0: when you're like are, jump,
1: yeah. jump, jump, and they're just like yeah. coming at you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like it adds a cool kind of like suspense element to the game that it's never really had any in any of the ones that I've played before. So it's kind of cool, and they're they're challenging, but they're not impossible. And then it's the Emmys at least are like if they, as soon as they get you, they kill you. But it loads pretty like the checkpointing is pretty generous. It like loads you right before the encounter you know
1: yeah so
0: it's not so bad um but yeah i think i'm almost done with it and really yeah aside from how many hours have you played it i don't know man how do people i I keep like i'm looking at how long to beat and i'm like
1: how do people figure that
0: out like is there a place on the top menu of metro oh i can look at
1: you here i'll go here where's my friends swanja oh it hasn't been long enough yet It says first played three days ago, but you've played Ring Fit Adventure for 75 hours or more.
0: Oh yeah, I started playing that again this week.
1: And you played
0: Monster Hunter
1: Rise for 20 hours. Yeah, 25 is
0: what mine says. I'm
1: going to find your nerdiest game. (laughs) Oh, that doesn't show them all. It's a Barbie Pony Rancher, I think. <laughs> Just kidding. There's nothing wrong with Barbie Pony Rancher, man. I don't don't dog on that. Easy Actually, flat, to bro. be honest with you, my sister had some uh, Barbie Pony games growing up, <laughs> yeah, and I would play them with her because, uh, well, when she was really young, she needed a little bit of help, but yeah, I'd be there like, yeah, let's brush the hair. <laughs> yeah, dude,
0: I <laughs> I went to school with a guy who in pharmacy school who was basically my equivalent of a gamer score on Xbox as I am to Platinum's Platinum trophies on PlayStation. And he played like Barbie pony rancher or horse rancher or whatever it was. So (laughs) because it was an easy thousand points for his gamer score. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. uh, Yeah. I think this Metroid Dread game is very, it's challenging, but as soon as you figure out how like the tactics to take with the bosses and stuff, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. I do. I will say like, you get a lot of energy upgrades. Like, I think I have like eight energy upgrades, which means I have like 899 health, but a hit from a boss might take like three full bars. So like, it's kind of weird. Like it makes it look like you have a large amount of health, but you really don't because (laughs) even like your like basic enemies will take a lot of hit points from you. Like one hit from a, basic enemy will take 40 or 50 hit points so out of however many you have so it's kind of weird how they like the math on it that they've used it just seems kind of strange i guess um so i wish that could use some balancing because it's just really frustrating when you constantly die but at the point i'm at right now i feel like it's been pretty a pretty great game i'm surprised it's gotten as high of a score as it has what does it have? I don't even know. I think on Metacritic, I guess I should look again before I say, but I think it was like eighty eight on Metacritic last well, I looked. That doesn't bro, really
1: surprise I mean eighty nine now. People know what they're getting into when they play it.
0: Yeah, and I I mean and that isn't to say that it's bad, because it's certainly not. It's a pretty good it's a fun, good Metacritic. Have you unlocked
1: game, like every thing? Like have no. you gone and found all the secrets and stuff? I think I have
0: one uh upgrade left.
1: Okay. And then that's it.
0: And I don't know if I'll, like, go back through and 100% it. It's not really uh, that rewarding to me. You know, because it doesn't have a platinum trophy. Cool beans. Do you think, you know, a a little bit off topic, do you think if uh, they implemented such a thing, would you be into that? Like, would that draw you into, like, completing more, or 100%ing more Nintendo games?
1: Maybe. Yeah. I don't I wonder because right now, like with this actor, with with the Actraiser, there's like a couple little things you can do that are unnecessary, like with your civilizations or whatever. And I think I might go back and do them just because it's like a mindless game before. But yeah, if it had like a platinum thing and I was only two trophies away or something, yeah. Or maybe they could do medals. That's what they should do.
0: Yeah, they should Nintendo do something. could do medals. Right,
1: Like platinum metal, gold metal, or not right. even, I don't know, something like that.
0: Gold, silver, bronze. Are you playing it on your OLED? Because you got the OLED Switch. I
1: did. I got the OLED on Friday. I was able to snag one from Best Buy, which was cool.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty badass, dude. The Metroid Dread, I'm watching somebody play it right now on the OLED Switch, and that screen does look like something else, man. Yeah, I'm playing it you... on uh, my tv and i i'm not going to say it looks like shit but it looks like a the switch just is kind of i don't know it it's reached its yeah it can only get so point, you know good yeah I
1: mean? <laughs> and i uh, even in handheld of, you can kind of see some of that like yeah something's a little bit too sharp or something like that like um yeah it's too
0: like not pixelated but too i know exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. like it's too uh polygonal i guess is a better word yeah. for it, i think so, um, yeah, anyway, are you digging? Are you playing it mostly on handheld?
1: Yeah, I've only played, played in like... handheld. I pretty much always play it in handheld, but um, I was thinking about playing Dread some on the TV just because I think it'll look cool. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I love my OLED. It's awesome. The, the Joy-Cons fit way better on the sides. Like, my oh, really? old one, they kind of oh, slide yeah. off. Cause yeah, yeah I, yeah. I don't know if they're broke or what, but... I know you're saying without
0: pressing that button, sometimes it'll just slide
1: off. Yeah. I definitely have noticed longer battery life. Cool. The the screen size is actually a huge difference when you're holding it like a foot away from your face. So that's really cool. That is cool. The only Um, thing that really bothers me about it, you saw my old Switch. I have like that plastic Satisfy grip thing that slides over the edges of it so oh, yeah, it's like more comfortable or ergonomic or whatever to mm-hmm. hold it and the OLED is like three millimeters longer so oh, it doesn't really? so fit it doesn't in fit. the thing yeah I had to buy another one and satisfies making a white one which is dope and it's supposed to like have these like things where it like kind of free floats in there off of these like rubber things yeah But it doesn't come out until the end of November. So I'm sitting here for like a a whole month and a half or whatever. With my uncomfortable, crampy hands. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so the form... I mean, the form factor is basically the same, right? Because I still sit in a different dock, but ostensibly the same.
1: Yeah. Oh, that is one thing I noticed. The dock has like these awesome rubber pads on it so that... Because I know like the launch version... Um, people were like scratching their screens on their docks,
0: yeah. Yeah, I do remember that, but you can still use like a original Nintendo Switch in that dock and vice versa, can't
1: you? Yeah, I'm for almost sure, 100%. Yeah. I haven't tried putting the old one in it, but which, if anyone hears this, I'll sell you my old Switch with 200 for 200 bucks with the dock and the controllers. Hit me up, <laughs> nice, put that
0: shit on. Uh, whatchamacallit. Um...
1: I put it on Craigslist. I tried putting it on Facebook Marketplace, but the only reason I have Facebook is for my Oculus. And Facebook was like, you need to confirm your identity. And I was like, okay, send me the code. And they just never sent me a code. And my phone number is in there correctly, so I don't know what to do. Oh, no. (laughs) Fuck Facebook. Your identity's been so much. Yeah, fuck Facebook. (laughs) Uh, Dude, that happened to us yesterday. Someone from Arkansas ordered, like, JJ's Big Box Burgers. (laughs) <laughs> on sarah's bite squad account god damn it yeah so i like immediately changed the password and got on the chat and they refunded it but oh and also i googled the address and there was like a... i went to like f- searchpeoplefree.com or whatever and googled their address and there was a phone number and i called it and this lady answered and i was like what are you doing and she's like i'm not ordering stuff she sounded kind of like under the influence because so it was like oh, 8 yeah. 30 at night Nice. and then she's like well some earlier some guy from mcdonald's tried to drop something off but i'm a health nut blah, blah, <laughs> blah. oh and you know what else i did i was like well do you live at blah 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 blah, blah arizona because i like fucked up the state code yeah Cause arizona's az and it was ar and i was just like mad or whatever oh. she's like arkansas and i'm like Whatever. <laughs> yeah, nice. She just like totally
0: bought into your ploy.
1: Yeah, she goes Arkansas. I'm like, whatever. Then, Same uh, difference? Yeah. So she's like, yeah. So, and I told them I didn't order it. So I think somebody near her hacked it and then ordered it to her address because, like, there was a note on it. So that said, do not knock bastards. They got free burgers.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, I had a notification from Amazon. Somebody in Brazil was knew my password but i have two-factor authentication on for most things oh. they can fuck right off.
1: yes uh i think sarah got a notification from her credit card company about it but bite um, squad didn't do shit they fucking delivered the order <laughs> <yeah>.
0: <laughs> exactly uh,
1: but um, yeah that's all or wait what else have you been playing oh i
0: just wanted to talk about Cana bridge of spirits it's yeah a- i want to buy this yeah it's pretty good man i would it's like 40 bucks which is totally reasonable i think again i don't I'll have to look up, I know you can look up how long it takes to play, or how long you've played games on PlayStation 5, but I don't remember how to do that, so I'm not. You just that.
1: go, like when you're on your home screen, if you go to the top right to your profile, Yeah. you click that, and then I think you just click games or something, and it's right oh. there. Okay. It's pretty easy. I'm not
0: sure how long it took me to beat, but this game, in it does not fuck around. Like, the level that you start at, as far as difficulty goes, is like the normal mode. And I was getting my ass kicked and I basically kind of similar to the point I was making when we started this like that you just kind of want to finish one game so you can make it to the next thing on your list like, um, like I just kind of wanted to finish it and I was more playing it for the story so I played it in story mode, which made it considerably easier, I think had I given it a little bit more time and tried to be a little bit more patient with the combat because it's not a problem with the combat but it just takes a little while to build in the upgrades.
1: Yeah, um, I did the same thing with Tales of Arise. There were a couple bosses where I dropped it down to story mode because I fought them like three times and had them in like like a hair of death, and they beat me. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna go grind just so I can beat this one boss. Right, and this was like,
0: uh, I was getting my ass handed to me. Like I was oh. just not even. Even in normal mode, the first couple mini bosses, I was like, yeah, and mini bosses, not like full on bosses where I was just getting my ass handed to me and like not standing a chance. And even with the PS5's uh, like instant load times, it does, you did have to sit, like you had to make your way back to the boss. It wasn't like you were Mm -hmm. right there right away. So it was just kind of a pain in the ass. And again, I was just playing it mostly for the story. But I think if you have a little bit more patience, than what i had to play it it's fine on normal mode and it's it's fun it's just uh you collect these little cute adorable things
1: that are they're called rot. so cute yeah <laughs> i don't the know why they are ever seen
0: like with the ugliest name ever
1: what are they called rot rot oh that is gross yeah they should but, have called them well i was just watching gremlins because it's kind of like a halloween kind of christmas movie i don't know which it is but they remind me of gizmo
0: yeah. They do for sure. And they yeah, they are a lot like that. Except <laughs> they don't have they don't turn into like these uh well, gizmos crazy... nice. Yeah. Um but, but yeah, they the they augment your weapons. You eventually like you're, you start with a staff and you can eventually like turn it into a bow and then you can use the rot you've collected to like augment the weapons, and make them oh. more powerful or make certain attacks more powerful.
1: That's cool. And They help
0: you like retrieve health and find things and uh, the environment and stuff. And
1: it's basically, it reminded, you played that game Spiritfarer, didn't you? Yeah, I never finished it, though. I kind of got stuck. Yeah. Did that happen to you? No, because I haven't played it yet, but
0: it's kind of made me want to play this, because this game kind of reminds me of what that game has been described as. Yeah, it's super chill. As Kana, you're kind of like, you're in this area, or you started in this village, and the village is desolate, like nobody lives there. And you're trying to uh, escort these spirits like back to where they're supposed to go. They're basically okay. So you mean story wise? Cause yeah.
1: gameplay wise, they couldn't be more different. I don't think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I meant
0: more story wise, but is kind of like it holds your God of War slash uh, what is it? Uh, they're right there. I can't think of the name. Dark Souls, like the R one R two kind of thing. Mm-hmm. As far as combat goes. And yeah, it's fun, but just expect a challenge. It's definitely more challenging than its cues to the graphics would tell you. So, anyway, cool. that's
1: that's about all I've been playing. You want to
0: say we cover some quick news items and then we'll hit it?
1: Yeah, I got to get back to work so they don't fire me. Yeah, get it. You got one of them real jobs. If that, my yeah. boss listens to this, no. I'm on my lunch break. <laughs> Which is true. You are. It is. Uh huh.
0: Anyway, the first, uh, thanks to Chris who uh, pulled a couple of new ide- news items for us. We were talking about um, Metroid Dread. I did want to cover, there's a couple, or one article we pulled from VGC from Andy Robinson that uh, Metroid Dread is already the best-selling game, best-selling Metroid game in the series in Japan. And then uh, we'll get back to that one too, but then there's also this article from Screen Rant talking about how um, from Max Mastro, who's in this article is basically just talking about how it's the first one to hit like a million, I think, in a week or something in the UK. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: It is its fastest selling uh, Metroid game to date. So, um, which is pretty cool. And I don't know the exact number, so don't quote me on the million, but it's something like that. The thing that surprised me was as as its best-selling game like i don't know if you've looked at this already aj but how many copies do you think it's sold in japan to make it the best-selling one and oh i haven't
1: week? looked um just guess Eight hundred thousand
0: divided by 10 and you're pretty close what yeah dude so eighty six thousand seven hundred and ninety eight in the first week. Well, I guess it's not even the fifteenth yet, and it released on the eighth. So I guess this is a little bit. Preemptive. Is that did
1: I is did I guess an absurdly high number? How many did it sell in the no. US?
0: Uh, that I don't think has been released. Oh, okay. Yet. The only numbers I've seen are for uh, Japan and the UK. But in the UK, I'm pretty sure it was around a million or a little over a million um, sold in the UK in the first week. That's so absurd. It's just, I mean, the Metroid series is kind of like the xbox it just doesn't perform very well in japan but it's just kind of interesting
1: you could fill how... a stadium with how many people <laughs> yeah exactly
0: that game. <laughs> exactly man it's <laughs> and it's nuts it's not like not a lot of people live in japan it's uh yeah not a large land mass but it's certainly a, a large population so it's just interesting to me and i'm sure i mean i guess i don't know for sure but i would guess that 2d platformers are not like unheard of like i mean for instance the mario games i'm sure the mario games sold well in japan right that's how yeah. we got to where we are today and that's a 2d platformer so i don't know what it is about metroid that's not uh appealing to uh the japanese populace but here we are i just think that's super interesting but it, and it's cool that this one's doing well man i've always enjoyed 2d metro games and any metroid game so I'm um, hopefully this will um tell nintendo to keep making them
1: yeah, this game's kind of reignited my passion for side-scrollers, because I don't play that many. I mean, yeah, playing games on Switch, you just end up playing some of them, you know, regardless, because yeah, a lot of the good to, games on Switch are side-scrollers. Yeah, and a lot right? of
0: indie stuff is mm-hmm. 2D platformers, and you can get in the Switch It being the indie machine, you know, it's kind of yeah. where it's at, so. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that Metroid Dread is the best 2D platformer I've played even on my Nintendo Switch, but it's I mean, it's a really good game. It's really fun. But also, keep in mind Hollow Knight is on the Switch so and Dead Cells. And there are plenty that you just – there's a lot of stuff to compete with, kind of like you were saying.
1: It took me so long to figure out – well, not that long, but longer than it should have to figure out how to aim, like, the laser thing or the gun. Oh, yeah. I was trying to, like, just finesse it. But instead, I learned that if you push the stick all the way to the right and just, like – use the edge of it to slide it around it's super easy but yeah yeah, i was like trying to like do it like free with my thumb or whatever and i could not do it at all
0: dude i i was listening to kind of funny yesterday and i don't remember exactly which product of theirs but like they were talking about how it's kind of like an accessibility nightmare um and i was like yeah because you have to how many times you have to like hold r1 or, and then, or hold L1 to stop and be able to aim a move, aim around or aim around while you're holding yeah. R2 and then hit Y at the same time. Like, I don't, it's funny. Those Some of those things I never really thought about until we started talking about accessibility, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that would be, you know, that's going to be hard for us to do in like 10 years, let alone well, like, I might have a shoulder
1: disability. surgery, um, this year. Oh man. And I'm like, is Honestly, there's, <laughs> a, yeah, there's a significant part of me that's like, I'm not going to be able to play games for like four weeks because I'll be in a sling. <laughs> Dude, what are you going to do with your life? I i think I could play like Beat Saber with my left arm. <laughs> um, they allow you to do that? Yeah, you can play one. Cool. Yeah, you can one play one One sword Beat Saber. Yeah, they uh, have like awesome. a mode for it.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, Okay. Sorry, we had a little bit of technical difficulties there. Um, Oh, the other thing we wanted to point out is that uh, PlayStation is celebrating five years of VR. And this is the one piece of news I've heard recently that doesn't make me feel that old, because I feel like PlayStation VR has been around a lot longer than five years. (laughs) But apparently it's only been five years, which is, uh, I don't know, man. You have a VR. When's the last time you busted yours out?
1: I don't even have it hooked up right now since I got my PS5, to be honest. I really should. I still have the PS4 Pro upstairs. I should just plug it in the VR and have it up there.
0: I uh, I hooked mine up, I think I had a day off a few weeks ago, and I hooked it up to play Ark, no, the Batman game, Batman VR, whatever it's called, I can't really remember. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I'm really looking forward to the next iteration, though, which will hopefully be wireless and have a lot more of those improvements like inside-out tracking and that kind of thing. But um, with the celebration of five years of VR, um, PlayStation is going to give us PlayStation Plus members three free PSVR bonus games at no extra charge starting in November. So I don't know if it's going to be one per month for three months or what it's going to be. And they don't... I kind of got excited slash disappointed because i saw the top five selling games and i thought that was what they were which playstation vr worlds is one of the top five games but that seems like cheating i think because i'm pretty sure that comes as a pack
1: in yeah i think i have that game and didn't intentionally buy it
0: (laughs) yeah but it's by playtime hours beat saber is up there skyrim vr is up there which is kind of crazy man how many people are playing skyrim vr that's nuts
1: I don't know, but I feel like I would get like sick, and then also, yeah, that's a really, really long game. Yeah. You'd have to be in All VR for hours. And Resident Evil 7 is
0: in the top five, too, man, which is just like, I played that in VR, and it's scary as fuck. And like, to yeah. think that that many people are doing that, it's cool, but
1: um, I'm just kind of surprised. People like to be scared. I guess so. They're masochists. Yeah. <laughs> Sadus. Yeah, uh,
0: I'm surprised. Uh, like Moss or um, Astrobot Zero Mission or whatever it's called.
1: Not oh Astro. yeah, how is that not on there? What is it called? Now I can't think of what it's called. Maybe. It's called Astrobot Astro Astro Rescue, Rescue Mission. Mission. Oh yeah. okay, I got it right. Yeah, that's a good game. So speaking of which, I that's insane that. that that's not on there. I know. I have to get the platinum. In there. I want to. I want to find out who the. We should email this writer and be like, where did you get your info?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's the PlayStation blog, so... Oh, well, what the hell? <laughs> if, they, if they got it wrong, then... Yeah, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you definitely... What are, your, what are your
1: sources? Well, Apple? hey, somebody could have... It could have been some intern that put it in wrong or something. For sure. Like
0: I mean, we are talking about the company who said that they bought Blue Bluepoint when they meant to say that they bought... Uh, whatever the you know what i'm talking about when they put out the tweet about um getting uh god why can't
1: i what's the name of the dude uh i don't even remember blue point's the one that does all the remakes right
0: yeah but they when it was when they bought housemark that they (laughs) accidentally put out a a tweet about buying uh um blue point and then they did end up buying blue point but it was just kind of funny that that existed so you're not yeah, wrong it, this cool. totally could be an error but who knows but
1: anywho yeah. um well that's cool that we're getting some free vr games hopefully it's not one i've already bought
0: yeah and it, this real quick too from tom i've been on vgc if you uh don't have a playstation 5 you can go register for the chance to buy one on sony.com or playstation.com or whatever if you have a playstation id um they're apparently gonna do like the lotto thing, like they've been doing. That's for cool. This holiday season, combat some
1: crazy. S- some scalpers.
0: Yeah, I wonder. I mean, I don't remember the uh, release of video game systems well enough to know how they were a year in, but it seems strange that we're still in this place where it's this insanely difficult to get a. Yeah, PS5. I feel like the
1: Wii was kind of like that, but other than yeah, that, you might be right. That thing
0: sold like crazy. Those grandmas out there wanting to play Wii tennis.
1: No, they want to play Just Dance.
0: (laughs) Actually, Just Dance 2022, I think, was the last one that came out for a week. Yep, I think you're right. sad days. All right, man. Well, you got to get going back to work, I take it? Yep, I do. All right, bro. Well, let's get the GTFO then. And we'll... uh, Sounds good. Say goodbye for next go-around. Thanks for joining me this week. AJ, where can people find you if they need to, want to?
1: You can find me... At AJ underscore ID. That's E-I-D-E. Awesome. At Twitter.
0: You can find me at uh, Johnny Samsonite
1: on Twitter. I think that's right. Or Johnny you Samsonite.
0: <laughs> find me at Nugtats on PlayStation. Uh, you can hit up the podcast at dot Or mo- at Normal Or no, at mngamers on Twitter. Or you can email us at podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. Or if you want... Leave us a voicemail or text message at 507-291-991.
1: That's where we be. <laughs> you can figure out the digits yeah. from that, call us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm having a hard time with
0: this talking today, so I'm going to stop doing it now. Sweet. Have fun playing games. Talk to you later.
1: Bye. Bye.